Welcome to Game Recognized Game Podcast by Casey Rogers. We got a very special day here today because it is the release of episode one. I got three very special guests that were able to come on the show with me. We got Gleb Vremyev, a forward from the Lincoln Stars. We got Antonio Fernandez, a defenseman from the Lincoln Stars. And then we got another forward, Yusato, all the way from Japan. Uh, I'm honored to have these guys on this podcast with me. It was a great time. I'm very excited to share it. We got the first episode ever of Game Recognized Game. There'll be a lot more to come. It's going to be a very exciting series, but uh, but let's get to it. Here's episode one. Casey Rogers, episode one here. I got three special guests with me coming to you from the Lincoln Stars. We got... Uh, we got three guys who who I personally have met and become very good friends with, and uh, I'm very excited for them to, to share their story tonight. The The first guest, guest number one, we got Glenn Varemyev. Uh, coming to you from, from where, Glenn? Monroe Township, New Jersey. What's going on, guys? From the Dirty Jersey. Yes, sir. Next, we got Antonio Fernandez. Antonio, where are you coming from, my man? The Bay Area, California. The Bay. The Bay. And then, and then uh, an outfield, left field answer here. You, Sato, where are you coming from? Saitama, Japan, baby. Say that again. Saitama, Japan. That's what I thought. Yeah, from all the way from Japan to play hockey here in the United States. It's been all over. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, first, we're going to talk to you. You. We're going to talk to you, you. Uh, okay, okay. Let's, uh, I think your story is pretty interesting, my man. It's. Uh, you've been all over the world to play one sport. You're very yeah. dedicated to that, eh? So... Tell us about where you've played, things you've done. You know, mm-hmm. give us the back, give us the rundown, my man. Uh, so I started playing hockey in Japan, obviously, and uh, when I was ten, I moved to Russia for just for hockey, and uh, I played there for five years. Then I moved to Finland, uh, played there a year, and I got drafted to QMJHL. Uh, it's like a uh, major junior hockey league in Canada and I played there then I got uh, <clears throat> then I moved to uh, Lincoln after and I yeah so from every country to, to then Lincoln I mm-hmm. like it. what's so what's been your favorite place to to live so far um my favorite place, uh, I would say Russia. Russia. That's I have up. lots of friends from there. So. From Russia. Yeah. Speaking of Russia, uh, we got Glenn Varamyev here. A, a, let me start. First generation American. Both parents are from Russia. Uh, was born here in the United States, but has a, a lot of Russian influence on his hockey career, on his life. Uh, Gleb, tell us a little bit about where you're from and uh, you know how... How you started playing hockey and, and all the places you you've suited up? Well, uh, I was born in uh, New York City, and I uh, lived there for like six years of my life. Uh, my dad put me on skates when I was like two years old, and ever since there, I've been playing hockey. Then uh, moved to New Jersey when I was six, and um, from there, played through a bunch of teams in uh, New Jersey, local youth teams, and then ended up on the New Jersey Rockets. Played there for. My last three years of youth hockey, and I had a really good time there. Met like some of my best friends for life there, and um, got drafted to Lincoln, and um, came here three years ago. Played one game, 
got to adjust it to the junior life and then last year was my first like official year it was pretty hard and uh it was a grind and then this year's been a pretty good success like we got a really good team uh i think we can make a deep run so yeah it's been uh it's been a, a long ride so you know both your parents are russian you obviously speak fluent russian right yeah sato you've played in russia you obviously speak russian right yeah. So give us a little, like, conversation here in Russian. I want to hear this. What do you want us to say? Anything you want. Give Talk and then and then give us, like, what you said. Привет, Сара. Как дела? Хорошо, как ты? Я нормально. Сейчас сделаем подкаст. Ну, это интересно мне. Как тебе? Мне нравится. So we pretty much just said, like, hey, Сара, how's it going? He said... Nothing much, and then I was just like just doing a podcast and stuff like that. Yeah. You so. ever talk Russian on the ice to each other? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. Talk crap to other teams in Russian too. Uh, I know. I've seen you do it, Gleb. Yeah. I don't know about you. I don't. Well, yeah. Do, when, do, do people just get confused when you start speaking no, Russian? No, I would never yeah. do it to like someone that. But if there's a couple of Russian guys in this league, so we'll do it to them. It helps knowing two languages. So. Yeah. When I how talk- many languages you know, Sato? Five. Uh, I think three, we've talked about this before. Three, all right. That's insane. When I when I talk to like other Russian players, <laughs> they, they just they're look. like they'll be like, "Why are you talking Russian? How how is he talking? That's hilarious." This Asian kid, Antonio, <laughs> my man. So coming to you, when you think about hockey in the United States, you know you don't really think about California. Uh, particularly you think of the Northeast, you think of, you know, the North with Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, all them states. What's it, what was it like growing up in, in a state that's not necessarily a hotbed, but, you know, you've obviously have gotten yourself to a very high level of hockey. Like, talk to me about, like, what that whole experience has been like, you know, having to deal with, you know, trying to get yeah. to the next level. Yeah, for sure. Um, being from California, there's you really don't think of hockey, like you said, as being the sport to play there, but neither did my parents, and they kind of just saw, they, I actually, my sisters, they're triplets, and when my mom was having my sisters, there was like a rink by the hospital there, and uh, my dad, and my dad and mom took me there just to keep me busy or whatever while they were dealing with my sisters, and um, I actually started as a figure skater, so I was a figure skater for my like first three years, and then, um, I started playing hockey because figure skating was just way too boring. And then I got into hockey. Could uh, you hit the Iron Lotus? I don't even know what that is. It's from honest. Blades of Glory. You know what I'm talking about? You guys have never seen that, Blades of it's Glory. It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, with figure, it's like the they do it. It's like the trick that no one could land. And it's like they do it and the lady gets like her head cut off. Oh anyways, See, anyways yeah. so obviously you weren't at Blades of Glory level, but keep going. No, I definitely wasn't. I got into hockey and played hockey for the Junior Sharks and Tri-Valley Blue Devils. Those were my youth teams I played for. And then I moved sophomore year to Chicago. I went to Lake Forest Academy, and I also played hockey for Team Illinois and Mission. And then uh, I, made way, I made my way down to Texas and played for the Amarillo Bulls in the Nall. And then made my way, made my way, up, made my way up in Lincoln and having a good, good year here. And, like, let's – not ignore the fact that your dad owns a team like how sick is that being able to play for a team that your dad actually owns yeah well i haven't really paid much attention to that at all i with the with the teammates i have it, 
I haven't really even. It, it feels like he doesn't even own it. Honestly, it's just, yeah. It's kind of been like any other team I've been on, and it's been great. I mean, you guys can chip in on this, but like, I think you know, I've been I've been watching a lot of your games. You know, I'm a season ticket holder now, big time. Uh, I think from the time I've started watching, which was about halfway through the season, I, I think. And Gleb, you can answer. You, you can Sato, You can you can respond to this too. And, and and then Antonio, we'll get your we'll get your thoughts after. But I think Antonio has been probably one of the most improved players in the USHL by far. I mean, from the time I first started, like when I first started watching, like obviously you're sick at hockey, but I feel like you were a little like you weren't comfortable playing at US. And then all of a sudden, you you realize like what you could do. And as like an athlete, like. Like, that's the biggest thing, right? Like, I play D1 football. Like, the confidence you have to have to play, to be on the field with them, it, you have to have it, right? And you could see that with you, I think. But I don't know if you have, like, if you agree with that with him. Um, or you guys are on the ice with him. Like, what, what did you guys see from Antonio as the season went on? I mean, yeah, I feel like he approaches every day, like, not from, uh, like, yeah, like, he could approach, like, yeah, I kind of, like, with a privilege, like, yeah, I could probably slack off here and there and, Maybe I'll get the benefit of the doubt, but he'll, he'll put in the most work on the team more than anyone, and obviously that showed. Like he's on the ice every, after every practice, like putting in the extra hours in the weight room. So, uh, I mean, he's been putting in the work, so you could see the results on the stats. But if uh, yeah, he's he's a really good player, that's for sure. I I don't even think like you said more most improved, but I think he was good from the start to begin with. He's just got a little more confidence, but no doubt. Yeah. What do you think? So how do you see the same um, thing? Like how how you see yeah, your teammate? Yeah, like Gleb said, he works hard uh, uh, every day, uh, doing some doing extra every day. Uh, for um, like, weren't you at one point like the number two scoring defenseman in, in the USHL? Uh, I, th- I think so. Yeah, and it was you. It was like it was me and Dalton. In Dalton. Yeah. Dalton Norris, uh, defenseman for Lincoln Stars, yeah. For well, first um, year, I think it's like uh, Tony's first year in USHL, and he's doing great, and it's yeah. I think it's it's a big time yeah, level. Yeah. It's been fun to watch you. Just saying. So I mean, any listeners, if you get a chance to go out and watch the Stars, you got you got three guys here to watch. Um, we'll we'll start talking about we'll start talking about Sato. Cause Sato, you're you're a little different here because one you've You've played all over the world. You've played with different levels of. Pl- you've played at different levels. You've played in the in the CHL, right? Yeah. So technically, that's a professional league. You're getting, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, you're getting paid. You're not technically your your eligibility for college is gone. Yeah. Um, you're trying to get that back, actually. So. You are. You're trying yeah, to get that back. I'm trying. Right There's now. been a couple guys that played in the CHL that are playing college right now. So it's there's way cool, there's definitely yeah, waivers. There's that's sick. Um, so tell us like about like how is that experience of playing like at that type of level, you know? And then, I mean it's obviously very similar to USHL, but you know, um, and then playing over in Russia, like obviously like the mm-hmm. the game isn't going to be exactly the same as it is over there as it is here. So like, tell us how how like that has you know um, contributed. To, like when I watch you play, I, like you're probably one of the smoothest skaters out there. I think you know I think you're you're pretty good on your feet and. You know, sometimes you just you're ahead of you're like one step ahead of the puck. I feel, in, in my opinion, um, and I've heard your coach say that before too, Rocky Russo. He's you know he said that you're always in the right spot at the right time, um, and then especially in this past weekend, you know you played center for the was that their first time playing center? Like how long? How many yeah. times? You probably well, haven't played center a lot. I never played 
center. Yeah. So and then and then stepping in at center, you know, you know, Rocky was joking around in the post game interview saying that you were looking up how to how to do face offs, but your face off percentage was like through the roof. Yeah. I, I, so I YouTube looked up on YouTube. YouTube obviously do... works. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that for stuff I don't know what to do with. But uh, but yeah, no. Talk to me about like how that how your experience overseas is you know is really contributing to to your um, success on the ice here in the United States. So I'll talk about Russia first. Uh, when I got Russia, I never I uh, didn't play at all. Uh, I was fourth like bench uh, scratch guy every like first year when I got there. Then I started to play more and. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's obviously it's different game. Like they have a uh, big ice, like Olympic size. Yeah, for for the listeners who are wondering what Olympic size yeah. ice is, it's a it's a wider. Is it is it longer? Longer it's, and wider. It's longer and wider than than a regular ice we would see here in uh, in NHL style um, U.S. hockey regulation rinks. Yeah, so it's. It's different uh, hockey. Um, so when I moved to Canada, it's oh, we got pictures going around here. The boys are laughing. Keep going, Sada. So when I moved to Russia, uh, when I moved to Canada from Russia, it was hard hard for me because uh, the ice rink is just different and there's more space or less space less here space yeah yeah here. and i was struggling to uh to adapt to it to adapt to it that's but, interesting yeah. do you guys find that like when you guys would play youth hockey if you found yourself on an olympic size rink would you like would you struggle with um, you know the space and you know how much much more the puck can move in, the, in that space there's a uh, olympic size in the ushl uh waterloo Blackhawks, they play on uh, Olympic sheets. Really? So, yeah. See, when I played, I liked playing on Olympic. Yeah, you, there's more space, obviously. Like uh, on the on the sides, you can notice it more. Like from the dots to the boards, there's a couple more space. But if you protect the interior interior of the ice, like that stays the same. So obviously, you'll have more space to play on the perimeter. But like coach always talks about getting to the dirty areas. So like when you're playing there, like as long as you keep the house protected, it's not that different. Yeah, scheme always can beat that. That's interesting, Sato. I appreciate that those those thoughts. Uh, we're gonna move on here to, to Gleb. Um, Gleb, you're uh, you're committed to Colorado College, correct? And uh, yeah, I am. So when when did that happen? Well, I was uh, committed to um, Penn State previously, and uh, then I uh, decided to explore my options after that, and thought CC was the the, the perfect spot for me. So. I come out of there this season and uh, going in next year. Yeah, I I think it's really interesting in hockey because it's like in football you obviously you got to go from high school to college to the NFL, but in in hockey you can go from youth to juniors to the NHL to get drafted and then still play in college. It's so different. So like with you, it's like you're such an like. You're you're the biggest one on the ice, right? So like you're obviously like just your presence on the ice is is very you know very noticeable probably by the other team. So how do you, how do you keep that? How do you keep playing? Like how do you keep your game 
nasty while still trying to you know prove that you're you have the skill set to to play at the next level in the NHL like like obviously you don't want to be too you don't want to be too much of an enforcer because then that's you're going to spend most time in your box and and, and, and scouts and stuff like that are going to think you know uh, he he all he wants to do is fight and hit like obviously you have way more to your game than that and, and you've showed that like how do you how do you keep that role of a of a big time enforcer in USHL but then at the same time like how do you show that you're able to play at the next level I mean, there's uh, plenty of guys like in the National League that uh, that are kind of, uh, or I try to model my game after like Tom Wilson. Obviously, like he can put the puck in that, like he'll score like 30 goals a season and he'll beat the crap out of anyone he really wants. So, try someone like that or like obviously I'm a big guy, so I could scare the other team. Like I, I like to hit to change the momentum of the game a lot. So stuff like that. Like I I, I have a pretty good skill set for a big guy so i try to use both those to my advantage whenever i can and yeah. uh it's very noticeable there's not like size obviously is god given so if it's given to you use it to your advantage yeah no doubt and, and as we're talking he has cuts all over his knuckles um it's safe to say that you know gleb's not scared to throw down the gloves and, and you know and fight someone on the ice which which i've seen him do and i've seen him do it a couple times where he, he's changed the momentum of the game um Sato and, and and Antonio, like how, when when Gleb does lay a hit or when Gleb does you know get into a good scrap and you know puts his body on the line for the team, like how much of a of a boost is that for you guys? You know, you know, you guys, you see him doing that. Does that change how you play for the rest of the game? Are you ready to throw your throw your you know bodies on the line just like Gleb did for you guys, or like? How does that feel when, when he does stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. It's huge when Gleb will throw a hit because we all know he can throw hits, and it's sick when he does them. And it gets the bench and just brings the whole um, energy up, and it's great when he does Like, what was it? Who did you, you hit that last game? Oh, uh, Wheeler. Wheeler. It, it was it, and Right when he hit Wheeler, we, we were playing even better than we were to begin the game with. So it's huge when he throws his body around. No doubt. Yeah, it's fun to it's fun to watch. All right, we're gonna change uh, pass here a little bit. Um, just kind of uh, it's kind of an interesting topic, I think, because when people think of Lincoln, Nebraska, obviously the first thing that that comes to mind is the ne- Nebraska um, Cornhuskers. You know, University of Nebraska Cornhuskers. What's it like being able to uh, you know live in a city that's so focused on sports all the time? Um, you know, it's you guys are in the heart of like the capital of Nebraska. Um, you guys have played all over the United States. Like, what's different about Lincoln from what you guys have played before? We'll start with Gleb. Well, uh, I like it a lot. It's a blue collar town, a blue collar city. So, people here they go to work nine to five. They love their sports, and they don't. There's no major uh, hockey team or anything professional team here. So. We're kind of their uh, NHL team, and that's kind of what they treat us like. Uh, the fans here are top tier. Or not, they're the best in the USHL, so they treat us like that. It's a, it's an honor putting on that jersey uh, every night and playing for those fans because they they bring it every night. And if we don't bring it, they'll let us know. So that's that, that's what comes with playing in such a, a diehard city. They're rowdy. The fans here are rowdy, yeah. and I can speak to that because obviously. With the fans that come to like, our games, yeah, they're game, just they're, they're funny. The crowd wasn't even as big as it usually. No, is. but it was, it was loud. Still rowdy. It was so loud. I thought, yeah, it's sweet. Well, they were into it. That's the thing. Like the like the fans are always going to be into the game. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like 
like what what like what game it is. Like you can go to a you can go to like a a cricket match, and I guarantee the fans here would be like they might not know what cricket is, but they'll be you know deep yeah. into the game. Sato, you've uh, you've played all over the world. Like what makes Lincoln different? Um, like Glip said, just fans are crazy and loud. And then I don't know. Uh, what's the uh, what's the craziest game you've ever played in the icebox? Craziest game. Do you even throw anything the... really when there's an overtime? Yeah. yeah. Because everyone just goes. Craziest crazy. game with the icebox, Des Moines this year. We were down four oh, two. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I oh, was yeah, there. That was insane. Yeah. You guys were at four two and came back and won with like, like a minute. Uh, with like a minute left, even less or something like that. Yeah, two goals I, I will say this. I will say I've been watching hockey my whole life. I will say that the the craziest like like the I don't even know another word to say. Like the most absurd ways to win a game. You guys have figured out how to do that. Either it's like winning with like point five seconds left or coming back from like three goals. Like you guys are a third period hockey team to the max. Like I don't like you guys could be down eight nothing and I would still be like, you know what, like they, they've done crazy stuff like this before. I would not put it you know, I wouldn't not say they could they could do an eight goal game in a third in the third period. I think it's crazy. Um some of the best hockey games I've ever watched. It's well, it's if, nuts. If you look even into like the advanced stats part of it, like well you'll you'll see that most of our go- our goals come in a third, like Coach always says, like, we're a pretty resilient group. Like, we'll get punched in the mouth, and we figured out ways to overcome it. So I think that's why we can make a deep run in the playoffs is because we're so uh, resilient and there's no quit in us. Absolutely. I mean, I think I would rather be a third-period hockey team than a first- and second-period hockey exactly, team. Exactly, yeah. Because, I, I mean, you're dealing – the other team's dealing with fatigue, and if you guys are putting the gas pedal down, it's it's crazy. That's – yeah, it's you guys are it's insane to watch. I think the the game the last game was obviously really cool. They beat Tri City in overtime. The probably would you say Tri City's the best team in the league, if not yeah, their second best. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. in overtime and all that you guys hadn't beat them all year, right? You guys were like 0 and eight against them. Um which is rare for for the Lincoln Stars to be an OA against any opponent. Uh, that just show goes to shows how good Tri City is. Rocky Russo was saying how good of a, a coaching staff they have, how good of players they have. Um, but but yeah, no, it's just the third period. You guys turned it up. Sato had a goal. Um, you know that kind of put you guys back in the game. It was like what two nothing at that point. You you had a two two one and then you tied it up. Yeah yeah. Who who had the first goal? Wallen. Wallen, that's he's right. He's hot right now. Yeah, he is. Is he? Was it him who had the double hat trick back to back? Was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's him. Yeah. Dude, what sick. Goals in I've never games? seen that in my life. Yeah, Two he's games. Going crazy right now. What's he have? Like twenty, 20 goals in like ten games. He's on a. He's a. He's a really. He's a crazy story too. Started from the NA three. Like, was gonna quit hockey and just go to school. And his dad convinced him to keep playing. And, like coach says, I wouldn't be surprised if he finds his way to the American League or even the National League. This year, like next. No, not well. Obviously, after college, yeah, we're St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. That's sick. I'll have to. Have, yeah, future future uh, guest. We'll have him. Uh, we'll have him up on the mic. Um. All right. Well, now that we talked about that, we're gonna go into a, a portion of like uh, who. Uh, I just have a couple random questions I want to ask. Um. 
and it might be completely random, but uh, who? So it'll be like questions like, uh, for example, the first one will be like, "Who's the best dancer on the team, and yeah. why?" Sonny. Ko. Ko or Sonny. 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 Tony. That Sonny is Tony. Uh, he's me. a pretty good dancer, actually. When you can dance. Yeah. Well, he, you know, when I get out in Suey, you're supposed to like dance. Yeah. If you don't know what Suey is, it's like yeah, explain kind of like a warm up. That we do before a game, okay. like a soccer ball, yeah. and I try to keep it up. And if yeah, you don't yeah, keep yeah. It up, you're out. And loser has to dance, and it's usually so you you suck at suey, so you have to dance. Yeah, well, I just got I, I was so bad at suey that I just got good at dancing. And... For, first year players <laughs> have are, always have to be the first ones out in sewer, so yeah, they they have to dance. So yeah, there's two rookies that play. I wouldn't yeah, say there's not a lot of I'm, first year yeah. guys that play, but I'm one of them, and I just yeah. make it. I make it. But like, what are you dancing to? Like no, what? We'll, we'll just be clapping like a a a a, and then like the guy in the middle has to just do like a quick dance move. Yeah. Nothing. So what you doing? Like, like I don't know, I'll be like doing a handstand or something. Like the worm or something. Like, you I a mean, big worm guy? Yeah. He'll, I'll I'll twerk sometimes. He'll twerk. Yeah. I'll do throw it back. I'll throw it back. Like I'll do whatever would get the boys going. Yeah. And um. Sato, I feel like you could dance. Nah. Recently, recently it's been a kid on our team, number ten, Keaton Peters. Yeah. He's been getting out every time. Yeah. He just stinks at Suey. Suey. So. And his dance moves are terrible. So. <laughs> he just can't do it. Uh, That's great. That's my roommate. He's your roommate? Is he the one who drove you here? Yeah. Will he pick you up? We got to get him to dance. Yeah, we'll get him <laughs> in the street. <laughs> we'll, we'll get him going. Uh, all right, so, Antonio, you're obviously the, the best dancer in the room. Um, you can answer the next question then. Uh, if... Uh, Trying to think of a good one here. If uh, oh, I got one. If if you were in a if you were trapped in a room for twenty four hours, who would be the last person on your team you would want to be trapped in a room for twenty four hours with? Um, wow, you're putting me on the spot with this question. Yeah, like no, like obviously no offense to the guy you're gonna say, but like if you just like can't be stuck in a room for twenty four hours with a guy, like who would it be? Mm. God, I can't do this. Um, Clive, you want to pitch in? <laughs> I can't. Uh, probably Clive. Well, we've been in a room for 30 minutes with him, and you've been fine. Yeah, like I couldn't keep. I I wouldn't be able to keep my cool or be serious enough to be in a room with Clive. So. You just pass out laughing. Just, is he the funniest guy on the team? No. Who is? Uh, Luke Johnson. Luke Johnson. Him or uh, Kiko Olson. Oh, KO. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting topic. Let's, let's kind of swing to that. Like, so KO comes in so late, like right before the trade deadline. Like, what? Uh, what's that been like? You know, guy coming in so late, and you got to get to know him really fast. He comes in, he makes a you know big time presence on the ice. He scores within his first couple of games. Like, what's what's that been like? Yeah, for sure. KO's a beauty. He f- fits right into the team. Um, all the guys love him. He definitely knows what he's doing on the ice too. He puts pucks in that. He makes plays, so he's a big, strong forward too. So he's he's been a great addition to the team. Yeah, no, he's been fun to watch. So he's an older guy, right? He's like twenty one. Yeah, he's I think the he's, oldest kid on our team actually. So so what's the age limit? Uh, so it's by birth year. So this is uh the old one birth years that are last year, and then next year oh twos, and then oh three. So it's just that's by insane. Birth year. Cause yeah. I'm a ninety eight, and I feel like I'm still young. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, there you go. Twenty three years old, and I'm apparently old. Um, Sato, 
You have to sit next to a person. Uh, how far? How how long of a flight is it back to Japan? Uh, it's like fifteen hours. All right. Do you have to pick one person on a team to sit next to him for fifteen hours straight? Who who you sit next to? Um, Gleb. 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 So Gleb has been the one person to not be in a room with for 24 hours, but then is the guy to sit next to for 15 straight hours. Me, me and Sado You're kind talk. of just the me, man, me dude. Me and Sado could talk for 15 hours nonstop. In Russian. I, I already... In, in Russian. Yeah, but I, I'm already uh, sit be, uh, beside him uh, last year on the plane when we... After the season, when we went home, uh, so from Lincoln to Chicago, we went. You sat next to each other? Yeah. You guys talk Russian? Yeah. That's lit. It was a good time. Yeah, no, we, we'll talk about anything, really. I, uh, Yeah, it's anything with the, with the boys, anything, honestly. Anything's fun. Yeah. No, I can relate to that. Anytime the team, any any teammates around, it's it's lit. So the last two minutes, we got two minutes left in the show. I want you guys to tell me, like, what has been the most memorable thing uh, as a link? What has been the most memorable moment being a Lincoln Star? Glad uh, we'll start with you. Or, Antonio, you know, you were about to speak. Go ahead. Antonio. Um, I think just the whole season. I mean, this team has been one of the closest teams I've ever been on, and it's been a blast every second with the guys. And it's just those moments with the guys you're just never going to forget in your life. And it's, it's just being with the guys. It's really fun. Yeah, I can tell you guys are super close. Yeah, we're watching. By far the closest junior. You just got you got chemistry. Yeah, and I and I've talked to like past players who've been in in juniors, and they've all you know they've all said it. You know, having a good team makes it. All right, Gleb, show us. uh, Um, Let's. What's the most memorable moment being other than sitting next to Sato on on a plane ride? Um, most memorable moment in Lincoln. Well, probably like scoring your first goal at the icebox. Like, the place just erupts. Like, you feel like. Like a man for like the the man the man of the hour for like thirty five seconds like while the lights are on you like, the whole building's yelling so just scoring your first at the icebox is probably just uh, I'm sure the guys can relate but it's just uh, it's a pretty cool moment. Yeah, it's probably very similar to like for me getting your first sack in Memorial Stadium. You're it just erupts yeah. erupts and you don't even know what to do with yourself. Yeah. yeah. Sato. Uh. For me, it's uh, when the Japanese flag was got was hung up. Hung up. That was the best. Because uh, you know you're you're playing not just for you but for your your people yeah, for back my home. Country. Yeah. I, I play for my country. Uh, there's no like uh, no good hockey in Japan. There's so. not. There's a handful probably yeah. that have made it to where you're at. Yeah. So that's I wanna, that, yeah. I want to be like uh, uh, Japanese hockey legend. Yeah. Yeah. You to already be a kind legend of are. And hopefully the uh, kids will like hockey and there's going to be more hockey. Footsteps. Yeah, follow my hockey career. All right, quick. One, one quick shout out. Go ahead to anyone. Shout out to anyone. Shout out to, um, shout out to uh, Art Bray. Goalie coach for the Lincoln Stars. All right, Tony, give us a shout out. Um, shout out to my dogs back home. Brownie fighter. Aussies. Off. My Australian Shepherds. Yes. Sir. Oh yeah, 
Aussie gang. I got two. Cuse and Nala. That's who I'm shouting out. Shout out to Corey Courtney and, and, and Nala and Cuse. Corey's the man. Shut up. Shout out. Give a shout out. Shout out to the whole country of Japan. He's already done it. Shout out to Mizuki. My boy Mizuki. Mizuki. All right, there you have it. That's the first episode of Game Recognized Game. Um, Appreciate you listening in, and and thank you guys for coming here and doing this. I know you guys are busy. You guys just had three games uh, in three days, so it's uh, you guys are probably exhausted. So let's go. Let's go home and watch some basketball, eh? Yes, sir. Thanks, Thanks for yeah. having us. See you guys. Thank you. Word. See you. Arigatou gozaimasu. Love you.